Hello, and welcome back to the Awe Podcast. Uh, today, we get to work up, uh, on resilience. Um, so one of the things that comes to mind here is I worked with a, a client at one point, and they had gone through some just awful trauma, really terrible trauma. They had experienced setback after setback and continually just like were knocked down, even in the beginning you know, parts of therapy just kept mm-hmm. getting knocked down over and over again. Um, and really shared some experiences with me that so, on some hand I wasn't ready for, right? Right. To just hear about. But then there's so unfathomable and just just awful experiences. And throughout this whole time, and I don't know how the client had done it, but talked about just being so grateful for the experiences they were having and, and the growth they were making. And, you know, they, they continue to have many challenges that they faced, right? And so, of course, the natural piece of therapy is ask, you know, how are you starting to process some of these just impossible acts? Mm-hmm. Um, and they simply said I was putting one foot in front of the other. And I think that's resilience, right? Yeah. When we don't think there's anywhere else it's just hey what about one foot in front of the other and through that process continuing to adapt and grow yeah it's powerful when it comes from an individual as you even described right had experienced a lot of trauma right for that person who's been knocked down as you say to actually say hey just we're just gonna put one foot in front of the other right um and i'd like to share about an individual um with some similar challenges or similarly has experienced challenges throughout his life. And, you know, um, he suffered physical ailments and battled with alcoholism. Um, he's watched his child and grandchild struggle in terms of addiction and incarceration wow. yeah. and recently lost a spouse. Um, and that wow. was followed by bouts of depression, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and now at this stage he's um dealing with more physical ailments on top of all of that and um he just like the individual you shared about he shares how grateful he is like his gratitude is something he always shares with me and you know he has this sense of faith as well and he, he really relies on that and um There were, of course, days when he didn't get out of bed much, and he would share that with me and how that was a real struggle. And he would even say, you know, what's the point? Why would I get up, right? Um, Right. What is it that I need to accomplish today? I I don't have that person with me anymore, um, and my health isn't great, right? Um, But his reliance and belief on something greater than himself just kept him going, right? And just powerful, yeah. In these conversations we would have or or do continue to have, you know, he would just say things like, you know, I won't complain. Um, yeah. And so kind of like exactly what you're saying, just one foot in front of the other, right? I won't complain. I will just take it as it comes. Right, yeah. right. Very yeah. resilient, very powerful. Right, right. Yeah. Tremendous amount of experience and in, in when we can learn from clients like that, because I think I learn the most from my clients, really. I do. Yeah. It's the where I've learned the most. <clears throat> where actionable things come into play. Yeah. So part of this is is learning to adapt to adversity in a sense, mm-hmm. right? Um, boy, and that's tricky. That's <laughs> tricky. That is so tricky. Um, so 
thinking on this concept, really meditating on this concept and developing our outline, I, I kind of pictured hiking, right? That one foot in front of the other story and how powerful that was in my journey of growth as a therapist even. Mm-hmm. And when we think about resilience like hiking, we think of hiking terrain, right? You can be hiking a mountain, you can be hiking in the desert, you can be hiking in the jungle, right? There's all these different terrains, right? Yeah. And everybody's placed in a different sort of ecosystem in a sense, right? And they're going to have different challenges and and things of that nature. And I can remember um, we used to go to the Boundary Waters and we would canoe and and hike and portage and things like that. And sometimes we're in this moment and we're like, I don't know if I'm getting any pleasure out of this because it's hard work, right? But looking back on those trips, boy, it was just rich experience of just peaceful being in nature and just just awe-inspiring really yeah and i think sometimes some of the adversity we go through really can be these awe-inspiring moments of like wow how did i go through that but again look how much more resilient i am today yeah and i think again you you hit it the nail right on the head when you said even as a therapist right so the resiliency and the journey there but yeah I think in terms of the spaces that we share with individuals, that's what we get to see all day is resiliency. And even in those moments where, like you shared, like I've shared, there's challenges and there's trauma and there's there's these things that kind of happen, right? Um, depending on the yeah. ecosystem, the environment right, that right. these individuals are in. Um, yeah, it's inspiring because for them to have that first moment when they share that with us, And then in a later visit when we talk about it and the growth and the smile and um, the way that they their face lights up when they say, you know what, I'm going to try this where maybe a week two, maybe a month, you know, before wouldn't even have thought been able to say that. And and so the fact that um, we because we all do, we all, you know, incur these challenges, this trauma and where it brings us. it's amazing. Yeah. It is. And we do. We adapt. And we adapt due to the trauma, the challenges. Right. We are resilient. Yeah. Right. Right. And we're constantly getting feedback too, right? Sometimes we can't see where to go next and we can't see what to do next. And one of the other examples I wrote down here is kind of a funny one, but you know, when we were younger and I see my kids playing it now, we play the, they play this thing called the floor is lava, right? And so you're jumping from furniture to furniture while your parents are yelling at you to not jump on the furniture, right? But you, you, and then as soon as you like hit the floor, they're like, you're in lava, you're in lava, like stop, right? And I think we get some of that feedback sometimes from people, right? When we're going through these adverse times, right? Is don't do that. Don't go there, right? Oh, yeah. And when we think of it from, you know, like a parenting and like a brother, sister sort of, point of view sometimes people can see like hey you're in the lava right but we don't notice it or we don't think we're ever going to get out of it right right and then they see that chair over there and like hey just leap to that chair over there do a backflip whatever it is right to get over there but i think sometimes that's the power of other people and and how do we open our understanding or open our ears so that we can hear people giving us feedback in those moments when we're in the lava yeah and again that's another great point you always have great points josh but um like you said we might see the chair right and maybe our parent is pointing that out right 
and they see it and it seems very easy and um, close in proximity, right? right? From their vantage point. Yeah. But yep. from our vantage point, for whatever reason, right? That's just not making sense to us or whatever that is, right? right. Resiliency, the piece of resiliency that, that I find is that it's in our own um, um, discovery, if you will, that makes it that piece, right? Oh, so sure. even though somebody is giving us that feedback and pointing it out and trying to guide us, if you will, right? we still have to make it in our own way. And, you know, um, my own therapist said this to me, and she said, you know, when we take a step, right, Mm-hmm. We want to know what's next. We want to know what what's at the end of that tunnel. You know, For where's sure. that light? Am right. I doing? Am I going where I'm supposed to? Or what's coming at me? Well, the funny thing about that step is we move our foot, but then it's like the lantern then comes, and then all we can see is our foot that we right. moved and took the yeah. step with. Yeah, right, <laughs> so right. all we get is that little view. So even with the individual pointing at the chair and saying, "Hey." Don't fall in the lava. Go to the chair, right? Right, right. right. It's so close, right? Sometimes <laughs> yeah. we, we don't. And and yes, that's perfect, right? That that point of growth sits right there, yep. right? When we have to go through the experience ourselves, make our own way. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes we do follow the guidance of others along the way, but it's so rich because we're going through it ourselves, right? That's why... Sometimes we can't understand how people go through trauma, and sometimes I can't either, right? But to hear them talk about with such gratitude how they wouldn't change anything because here's where they're at today. Yeah. Because of one foot in front of the other, and I think that's just so powerful. I do too. And it's, it's, it's hard for us, but it's also amazing because as a therapist, we know when these individuals come to us, and they're in that spot where they are. So they're in that the depths of despair and it's so hard and it hurts and there's pain right. and there's sadness. We we know, right? And we again, we can be that guide in terms of, hey, it's going to be okay, but we can't just throw that at them and just say, nope, there it is. Right. <laughs> You're right, going right, right, to be fine. It's going to be okay. And so yeah. we kind of sit on that side of it too, where it's like, you know, we have to allow that growth and yeah, allow absolutely. for that discovery, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that is that is a hard part to watch right yeah. sometimes we can only do so much right and it's like planting the seed and that's another thing we built into this resiliency is like if i plant a seed and then i refuse to water it and i'm standing over it so i'm refusing it to get sunlight and shade and all those kind of things in an appropriate way the plant won't grow the mm-hmm. seed won't germinate right so when we look at resiliency and growth we have to look at all those processes, right? We have to look at what is the process of growing. It takes water, it takes sunlight, it takes a lot of nurturing, right? right? And if we can learn to do that to ourselves, I think that makes us more resilient too. We can learn to nurture ourselves and water ourselves, right? And when we can take that observing self of our own lives, right? If we can put ourselves in that observing chair, which we talked about, I don't know what episode that was, but Mm -hmm. putting ourselves in the observing light and saying, hey, how am I doing right now? Then we can maybe see that, oh, hey, I'm in lava and it hurts. (laughs) Right? Yeah. (laughs) Need to jump to that chair over there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And we did talk about this in a prior episode. I can't remember which one either. But again, it's about us learning to love ourselves, right? To embrace ourselves. and. 
and it's okay to because we all do we all fall and slip into the lava oh right? for sure yeah yeah it's yeah. gonna happen <laughs> it does it does but yeah we have to tell ourselves okay we can get out of it or you know what is my next step going to be right um and so yeah it's it's got to be in that watering and that nurturing just like you said but we've got to do that ourselves we do we yeah. do that's where self-care comes in right if yeah. we learn to take care of ourselves we also can be more resilient in the face of adversity. Um, and the trick about being in adversity is sometimes when we're in the actual moment, we don't realize it. So if we can remember this like parent-child relationship or this I'm the grower and the planter of this plant, right? right? I can put myself in the observing and say, well, how is this plant doing? What does it need? Same thing for us. If I can take myself outside of myself and say, what do I need right now? Well, maybe I need some self-love and some encouragement. Mm-hmm. And then I can see what's actually going on. Yeah. And yeah. that's, yeah, it's really hard to to come from that vantage point. And, you know, I oftentimes um, in a session will say to an individual, you know, how would you, what would you say to a friend? Or what would you say to your sister? Or, you know, yeah. if you could play that role. So then again, they're stepping outside, right? And giving right. that a different perspective, yeah. different way to look yeah. at it. Yeah. Yep. No, I've said that before too. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. Yeah. Like, what would you say to your best friend who was doing this, right? Yeah. Um, and then you know, if we go back <clears throat> back to that gratitude piece too, right? That's a pause. Right. To say, hey, where am I at? Too. Yeah. You know, I think those are important things, right? Yeah. Because a lot of resilience comes from analyzing our experience. It really does. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. I know I've made it through this. Therefore, I can make it through this next thing, right? But if we're facing something that's a whole brand new sort of mess, right? It's like, how am I ever going to get out of this? And there's no experience to draw from. It can feel pretty impossible. Absolutely. So if we can remember like gratitude or even journaling, right? Journaling is one of those cliche therapy techniques, but it works really well. It does. (laughs) Yeah. I assign it to everybody. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. yeah, Pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. Like, have you tried journaling? Yes. Right. First thing (laughs) out of my mouth. (laughs) It it throws us into that observing mindset and says, here's what I can see I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Yep. And the cool thing about journaling is if you save your journal, which is really powerful, we can go back in time and look like, wow, look at this growth that we've gone through. Yeah. Because we tracked it. Yeah. And the cool thing about journaling, too, is, you know, people will often say to me, well, I stopped because it was all negative. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's kind of the point, right? Because you can't see that growth without starting somewhere. Right. And so over time, right, if that is all that's emptying out is some of that negativity, which is sitting inside of the individual. So it's good to get that out, right? And stop leaving it sitting there. But but like you said, then over time, if you continue, right, you will see that growth. Hey, I was in this space. Yeah, or yeah. even occasionally, there is a positive that falls out in, in between some of that negativity, Absolutely. right? right, yeah. right. Especially if we use journaling as a reflective tool, right? Yes. If we just use it as a venting tool, then no, don't do it because you're just right. going to further your negativity, right? But if you use it as this reflection tool, like I'm getting out of there and I'm reading it and I'm saying, what am I going to do with this information to make tomorrow better? Right. It's just so powerful to build experience right. and resilience. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think, um, like I said, I, I I have everybody journal and they don't like it. And you're right. Cliche is, <laughs> is exactly 
help people feel better. Right. Oh, I don't like it. I'm like, ah, like, oh, just another journal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'll say, you know what? If you like to use bullet points, if you like to make lists, whatever. Somebody told me once, I like to number things. I said, hey, that works for me. You can color code it, put stickers on it. I don't care. Sure. Do yeah, whatever you yeah. want to do. It's about you. Right. But yeah, just but reflect, mm-hmm. you know, talk about it. Yeah. Right. Or even just, I've had people draw pictures of their emotions for the day, right? Absolutely. I, can't, I don't know how to write it down or describe it, but I, I love art. And so they just paint pictures, right? And yeah. that's that's a way of expressing yourself and, and seeing it because it's what's relevant to you. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. So when we think about resiliency, we, we've talked about adapting and growing and building experience, right? And we've we've put all this stuff in sort of this world of resilience. And we hope like it makes sense so far. But if we were to say, I want you to explain resilience just a little bit more, what would you say, Lashana? Oh, resilience. Resilience is, how would I explain it? Man, I talk about resilience all the time, and this is a tough one. <laughs> resilience is um, that bounce back factor, right? Ah, yes. So I'm coming back, right? And right. I'm coming back as hard as I can, right? Yeah, because, you know, when you're down and you feel low, you're kind of in this. Um, we talked about the shadow, I think, last oh, week, right? Yeah, with and you're in that shadow. Yeah. And when you're feeling that resilience, mm-hmm the shadow is is nowhere around you are just you're not even aware of it and you're coming through right Right. um and and so it's that bounce back factor yeah 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 that ability to bounce back that ability to see past the shadow that ability to see past the barrier that's in front of me the ability to see the barrier and name it yep right and i think sometimes when we're struggling with really strong emotions and we can simply work on just naming that emotion. That is one way to start to understand what we're working on, mm-hmm. right? And that's so hard. It is. You know, I even struggle naming emotions sometimes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Me too. And I think several of the people we work with do too. They'll come in. They'll be like, "I'm just mad," or yeah. "I," you know, <laughs> they they really just made me mad. And it's like, okay, so let's talk about what led up to that, right? To actually get to the bottom of what is anger, right? right. Where does a- anger stem from, right? What is it covering up? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and I always, when I start new groups, let's say, one of the things, and I think you were there one time, and a lot of times I have people check in with their how they're feeling and, you know, what they want to present or whatever, or maybe something they want to talk about in the group. And... <laughs> So a lot of people will say, you know, I'm so-and-so and I'm good, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing goes when we're walking down the street and we're saying, how you doing, <laughs> right? We're going to say good, right? And it's our good in, good in that context means I just want to really avoid talking about my emotions, right? Yes. Because it's really not good, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. So dive deeper. What's below that? Yeah. 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 So when um, we're building that resilience, okay, so we're bouncing back, we're, we're building experience, we're adapting to change, we're growing as a result of all this, right? And we talked about bouncing back and failing fast. And um, we do that when we're in progress of our goals too, right? Yeah. And LaShawn and I have kind of been talking about that throughout the process of our goals too, about how we've failed, how we've had victories, 
you know, what are our wins and challenges for the day? And I think that's really important if you're doing a journaling practice, but what are my wins for the day? What are my challenges for the day? And then what am I going to do tomorrow to make things better? Right. Just right. nice and intentional about I, calling out those wins for the day too, because that empowers, um, I would guess confidence, right. Mm-hmm. To be able to jump over those barriers. And sometimes remember a win doesn't always have to be like this huge thing. And I want a medal and I have a trophy that I can set on yeah. the mantle. Right. <laughs> right. Sometimes a win for the day is I showered. For sure. Right. right. So celebrate that. Yeah. Allow yourself to um, embrace that moment. That's part of that celebrating yourself and nurturing yourself. Hey, you know Absolutely. what? Because yesterday I didn't shower and today I did. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Or even just got out of bed or. Right. I, you know, brushed my hair, brushed my teeth, whatever it is. Right. Yes. Those are those are wins. Yes. When we haven't been doing them consistently. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. And that's part of bouncing back. It is. Yeah. Bounce back. You got this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Starts with a shower. There that's you go. That's right. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so how are we doing on those goals? Oh, okay. Well, so I did read. Um, I didn't finish the book, which was my goal, was to finish the book. However, okay. I read. I, yep. I read three chapters over the weekend because I allowed some binging of, of uh, some shows to get in the way but i really (laughs) really actually enjoyed the binging that's amazing so that actually was a win for me too (laughs) so i'm gonna claim that because i never do it and i loved what i watched but i did read so technically i made the goal in asserting myself eh, i'm still gonna go with not hitting it um in this past week and i i don't know if it's because i haven't been so focused on it oddly enough and i think when we started that was really the one i wanted to talk about was that whole piece of being assertive and making sure that I didn't um, kind of shy away from it. Right, right. And I'm currently not really focusing on that, and I don't know why that is, so that needs to be something I reflect on. But I'm going to say that I did not meet my goal in terms of assertion this past week. Okay, okay. How about you, John? Yeah, so, um, boy, I I think with the exercise things, right, I got to call to mind the goals again, right? So with the exercise goal, I've been doing much better. I found that that sweet spot we've talked about um, consistently four to five days a walk in a week, you know, which is great. It's awesome. Um, And of course, my struggles at nighttime with um, overeating and binge eating have, they they stayed on mostly, but we've started a new sort of approach right my wife has joined me in this so it's going to be helpful in that regard too i think to help support each other Mm -hmm. Um, but we're doing like we're setting a certain time frame that we're going to eat each day um, and sticking to it so hopefully with that encouragement i don't do so much of that late night snacking because i was doing really well bringing salads in and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but i was throwing it all down the train with the late night snacking i think so you know um trying to learn from that piece of it and then inviting other people to join me in, in this yeah, that's pursuit. Awesome. So that helps. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then with, uh, meditation again, I'm, I'm slipping on that routine. Um, but we're getting a new, uh, exploring a new product together as a college. So mm-hmm. I'll probably be jumping into that. Um, just so I can talk about it with more from a more experiential standpoint. Um, and when I do it, it makes a difference. So, you know, why not? Yeah. Right. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. 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 And it's hard, right? And sometimes we need to take a step back, right? So we get a 
clearer view of the barrier and what's in front of us and what actually is getting in the way and Mm -hmm. what's underneath it. Sort of like those emotions, right? Yeah. What's actually underneath it? What do we need to work on to get, get through this? And that's a really good point because like I said, you know, I didn't read as much as I wanted to, but I did get in some of that binge watching. And for me, you know, just kind of being in that space yeah. I think and I hope it is going to help me in terms of of focusing on or or finding a place to put my focus because right now I'm not sure, right? Right. Should I be focusing on the book? Should I be focusing on being assertive? Should Well, <laughs> how about if you chill, you take a step back, yeah. right? And focus on and see where there's clarity and see where that lantern falls, right? Right. Um, determine whether or not you're in the hot lava, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, but just moving so quickly all the time, then I'm not really sure. Right. Yeah. Right. And sometimes it is like that too. We're, we're moving so fast that we just need to slow down. And I think that's a lot of what the pandemic has taught um, workplaces mm-hmm. and people in general, right? is how do we slow down, appreciate ourselves, and recognize that we are people right. and humans that need nurturing and, and occasional watering, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's a part of resiliency too, right? Yeah. Is, like you said, the nurturing piece, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how am I going to be able to bounce back if I'm so exhausted? <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right, right. So yeah, I've got to gotta have those chill days too. You do, you yeah. do. And give yourself permission, right? Because I know that I've tried to have chill days in the past. And it's like your your brain is nagging you like, oh, you could be doing this or you could be doing that. Yes. Or you could be doing that or you shouldn't be sitting still. Nobody else is sitting still. Right. Right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So just give yourself permission. Yeah. Be intentional about it. And it was awesome. So if you're out there listening and you're thinking about watching a series... And you got the time to do it. Go for it. Just, I loved it. Just do it. I have no regrets. <laughs> right. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing to just to see that. You, have, you were able to experience that because it is amazing. Yes. All right. All right. Well, that's all for today. This is Lashana. And Josh. Stay authentic, well, and empowered. <laughs>